Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nick and Nate Show, starring Nick and... Oh, I'm Nate. Hi. Hey, it's Nate, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's Nate. It's Nate. So, for all of those returning, in audio form most likely, hi, how you doing? For all of you who are new, maybe to the subathon that we're going all month long... Hey, how you doing? <laughs> New video every every day, so please check it out. Please like, share, subscribe, everything. Obviously, the whole point of a th subathon is to get us get our name out there. So if you would wouldn't mind, you know, giving us a little bit of help, that would be awesome. Hopefully, you also enjoy what you see and or hear and or watch whatever you know, whatever sense that you're using right now to experience. Thread X3 Productions. I hope it is stimulated in whatever way that is pleasurable to you. <laughs> and at least comment. <laughs> yes, at least com any kind of interaction, liking, commenting, sharing, like all those interactions really help us out when it comes to the algorithm, when it comes to, you know, blah, diddy, blah, diddy, blah, blah. So you get it's it. All the usual. We, you get it, you get it. You've been around YouTube a little while, so you understand, and we really, really, really appreciate it. So let's get started with the Nick and Nate show. Although, because Google Meets mixed up everything, apparently now it's the Nate and Nick show. <laughs> you're Nate on, and Nick show. You're on the, you're on the left side now. But the for the longest team. time, Google, we've, always, we've been using Google Meets for, I don't know, like six months now, right? And it would always have me on the left, and then you on the right. And as far as I can tell, there's no way to fix that. I got something in my eye. I'm okay. So anyways, Nate of the oh, Nate and Nick show, how you doing? How was your week? Um, it's It's been... We're going. We're going? <laughs> Texas, Texas has been... Yeah, a, I live in a red a state bit. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's It's... Well, so... This is going to sound weird, but really when the pandemic happened, I was scared. But after, you know, when they sent us work from home and after kind of all that, pretty much after we got COVID, I think also, I just, I wasn't really scared anymore. I wasn't, but like with everything going around with like the Delta variant, everyone's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a little bit more heightened sense for me this time for whatever reason, I guess. Yeah. But also it's like. It's causing me to want to stay back inside, like where I would want to go outside because yeah. I've been inside. Now I don't want to leave the house, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it it's definitely it's definitely weird because uh, the number one thing that has always kind of upset me about this whole situation is just how political a medical situation is. Oh, it's just the flu. Oh, it's not that big of a de deal. Oh, it only hurts you if you're old and fat. Uh, well, I'm one of those, so that kind of sucks, right? Um, oh, it's, you know, 1%. We're going to shut down the entire country for 1%. You know, all those, all those things, you know, masks. Fucking masks. Like, how is mask? how is wearing a mask, one, a big deal, 
two, political. Like, just because you happen to be on the right, you don't wear a mask. And how many of those people are only doing it because their constituents, if they saw them wearing a mask, would then not vote for them for the next cycle? Yeah. It's medical, not political. And the fact that, that... we're in now 2021. We were, <laughs> we were past it, and yet we're still not only having to worry about it, but it's now becoming a really big thing. And I really hate to say it, but surprise, surprise, what is 99% of people who are getting COVID now? What do they all have in common, Nate? What, they're not vaccinated? Yep. I mean,. A lot of people try to have this narrative, right, that even if you get the vaccine, you can still get sick. So why get the vaccine? But when 99% of people who are currently getting it are not vaccinated, why are you paying attention to the 1%? It doesn't make sense. It's like, this is... This is proof. This is like scientifical, statistical data proof that it's a good idea to get the vaccine. It's a good idea to, you know, obviously do the research. If you have some yeah. kind of allergy that's going to make you die, do your yeah, research. Yeah, absolutely. Do your take. fucking research, right? But your research should not entail, oh, let me go to the sites that agree with me politically and see what they have to say. No, you should go to a medical fucking site, and I'm so, okay. Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate. So, Thanks for getting well, me down I'm, that fucking rabbit hole. Okay, we're, we're, we're getting we're getting off it. No, um, it's 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 life, unfortunately, right now. So I'm yeah. I'm not necessarily blaming you. But anyways, other than that, how are you doing? <laughs> um, honestly, been having kind of a gaming resurgence, sort of. Oh, good, um, good, still, good, good. Still in kind of that place of. Um, you know, trying to find, but I started Witcher three for the very first time. Interesting. Okay. Ago. I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish yeah. <laughs> on my chest. Um, but when I first when I first played Witcher three, I was in the hospital with Zoe Ann. So Zoe Ann, she was in the NICU for three weeks, and so I brought my PlayStation. I jimmied open. <laughs> the back of a, of a TV so that I could plug in my PlayStation. So the very first time I ever played Witcher was in a hospital. And I just don't know if my mind was in the, hey, let's go frolic around and kill some fucking... Because I was just like... I I was never into it, and I, I have yet to see why everybody thinks it's such a big deal. So now that it's your first time, you know that there's huge hype around it. What are your thoughts? Genuinely, within the first hour of the game, I'm like, I can see why people say this is one of their favorite games of all time. Yeah. Because in the first I guess hour... It's the, it's the of all time that always gets me. It's like, this? Well, uh, so... <laughs> So I, I can see why, because uh-huh, uh-huh. aesthetically, you know, it seems pre- like it's surprising because it seems very basic when you look at like a third person RPG, I guess. Yeah. But it 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 kind of pulls um, what Shadow of Mordor did 
Mortal. Where the systems that are in place and how the game works right. work so well together. It's a lot, don't get me wrong. It is definitely an RPG and mm-hmm. I had to skip through some of the first tutorials with the menus because it was like, what, just let me get into the game. Right. But my game my gameplay path was basically okay, I start the game in a training section, you know, that how the yeah. charts and, and I and I liked how they did that. It kind mm-hmm. of it it introduced me into the world when I have never played The Witcher before. Yeah. This is the first Witcher game I've ever played. So I felt like there was some information that I was kind of missing, but not enough to where it was taking me away from the experience. But I'm basically traveling and roaming and talking to people and, you know, playing Skyrim in a lot of ways where I have dialogue trees. Yeah. But when it comes to the combat, I have to use a combination of my power. Like it, It's like a chess move, and, it, and it's yeah, challenging yeah. my brain Whereas I just cut off finishing Far Cry 4 for the second time, and literally it's just, I shoot bow, arrow, oh, you're dead. You're dead now. You're you dead now. Not, I hear. <laughs> and I can get that, though. I would try, I would sit down and try The Witcher again when you kind of have a, uh, when you're in that moment of, I don't really know what to, and when you kind of have an open, because yeah. if you, it, it is a really nice game to just sit back and relax to. I've also I, I've had a real big problem. I think it's because I'm 33 years old, and like I'm getting too old for that shit. Like, like one thing that always gets me sometimes when I try to play a game um, that's really story heavy, if it doesn't literally immediately catch my interest, I just skip, skip, skip skip and so like i'm not fully immersing myself into a story um and so it's really hard especially rpgs with like branching um dialogues like when i was when i was a young boy uh when i was younger when you know when i was in my teens and i literally had nothing else to fucking do (laughs) going through countless story beats multiple times just so i could see well what would happen if i was an asshole what would happen if i was a nice guy what would happen if i was neutral and i had enough time to just goof off whereas nowadays like i guess i'm just i can't get into something that heavy that Mm -hmm. content heavy because it's just like i don't have the time to dedicate like six hours at a time anymore you know, I have nice little one-hour, two-hour chunks, and so something like Witcher would take me like a year, two years to so, to finish. That's basically what I'm doing. I'm playing it in right. one or two-hour chunks. And don't it contradict is... me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying because I've said on the show, but maybe not on this show. But the problem I have with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it is so content-heavy that yep. I literally I have on three separate occasions opened the game up been in the middle of uh, like like just some land I, d- I didn't know where i was at and i was like let me check my quest log and literally have 40 quests and go nope i'm going to a different game. <laughs> yeah. like i just yeah. i can't but with this you you can pull up your quest log and go okay i can either travel here or i can go ahead and talk to these people i have to and complete yeah. this part of my quest and then stop you know it, it yeah but one thing that is really enjoyable about it is it is a cinematic experience so yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like a skyrim where you're going I walk into tavern. Oh, for the audio listeners, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, standing, standing up and, yeah. and being an NPC. Oh, I am in tavern. I want to fight you. 
have conversation. It's like you walk into, as an example, you walk into this tavern of this town and people are already eyeing you and it kind of goes into a cutscene from gameplay. Um, but it's a ga- it's a gameplay cutscene, and so you know conversation starts, and that's when your first dialogue tree pops up. Mm-hmm. And with this, I'm like, I feel like Geralt. Am I saying it right now? Because you always of got Riviera, it. yes. Of 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 Riviera, um, Riviera, <laughs> Riviera. I think it's Riviera. Like Riviera. Riviera. Geralt Fucking Riviera. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like. I would have a, an exchange with this guy and I would go to start a fight. And I went, you know what? I wouldn't interact like that. So I restarted the save and I did a different dialogue and it able to be a peaceful exchange. Mm-hmm. And I gained like charm. So it's, it's scratching that RPG itch that I haven't had in a while, but honestly it was between this and days gone. Cause those were the two newish games that I haven't. Damn it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm Damn gonna... it. Here, here, look, Listen, listen, no, the, 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 the funny thing is, is that I started Days Gone again, and I'm doing it on Survival 2, so I'm doing it on the hardest setting. Like, I have never, never played a game um, on the hardest setting, and since it was my second, my since it is my second time going through it, I'm like, ah, what the hell, I'm gonna try it out. I got my first horde. Um, I didn't even mean to because I was trying to be stealthy and it was just so exhilarating to actually take them down. Anyways, okay, go ahead. What's your fucking excuse? Well, what I was going to say was... With the hey, Witcher, did you play Last of Us Part 2 yet? Because The Witcher, I know it is going to be a longer experience. <laughs> a longer experience sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to... Like, I'm probably going to actually play Days Gone next because I've been trying to find something else because with Witcher... It is like I can't pick it up and play it for thirty minutes. Like I have to play it at least for an hour. Yeah. Whereas with something else, like if I just want to get a mechanics, I feel like with Days Gone, I could just ride to my destination and that be the gameplay experience that I have, and then you know, just. But so that that's my excuse. I'm I'm not, I'm going to play it soon. Um, <laughs> promise. I promise. I promise. I will. But another thing that I have been playing well, is, is we could we could be playing it together. Is also sort of my point. I know. Like, I know. Oh, we I, could yeah. be. We could be playing yeah. it together. But another thing I've been doing is Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Which, I know it doesn't sound like anything. I have been trying to play this game, the campaign of it, since it came out. But what happened was, was I started by going, Hey, I haven't played Modern Warfare 2 in forever. Let's go ahead and start it on Veteran. That way I can knock out all these trophies. And it's so fucking hard. But the game, I'm really surprised at how beautiful it is. Because I was playing through a couple parts and going... I don't remember this. I don't remember actually being able to see this terrain. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Modern Warfare 2 oh, yeah. very much at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're frozen. I thought you were just like... Uh-oh. Oh. It says I lost connection. Oh, there you are. Am I good? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it said I lost connection, but I guess okay. we're good. Okay. Hmm, yeah. Anyways, what were you saying? Well, how have you been? Because I've been going on. <laughs> no, you were talking about Modern Warfare. Oh. I didn't know when it cut off. So no, that's fine. Because um, you're do like, you I, don't recogni- I don't recognize this as, as where you were at. Sorry, do you remember ahead. Modern Warfare 2 a decent amount? Oh, yeah, for like sure. Do you remember Contingency, the one when you had the Predator missile? And it was the submarine that launched the nukes? I think so, You yeah. were playing with Price. Yeah, uh-huh. and you kept having that. 
all I remember from an Xbox 360 is a blue map. I remember it being snow and then it just being blue everywhere. Whereas this, I literally crossed over a bridge, noticed it was a bridge, looked over, saw mountainous terrain and just tree foliage and beautiful like 4K. And I'm like, gotcha. Okay. Wow. Okay. It is a completely different game to play. It yeah, really is. I mean, really all you remember seeing is like the snow essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can get that. I can get that, especially since especially since you have like a 4K like even yeah. even the experience of me playing it on my PlayStation 4, my regular PlayStation 4 can it's be awesome. miles so different cool. from playing mm-hmm. it on your Pro. And I mean, just imagine fucking PlayStation 5. Why can't we get a hold of you? I just want to hold you in my arms. And well, feel I kind of brought warm that up. Breath. <laughs> I kind of brought that up because there's a rumor going around. And because here's the thing we haven't heard anything about the new Call of Duty. Oh, God, I know. It's so weird. It's so weird for it to literally be August 1st at the time of this recording mm-hmm. and nothing. Knowing our luck, the rumors. Literally, rumors is all we have. Like, oh, it is most likely Sledgehammer. It is most likely World War II, and it is most likely called Vanguard. But Vanguard could be Scorpion when it came to the Xbox Series X. Which, yeah. Dear God, why didn't they just go with fucking Scorpion? Yeah. Let's call it the Xbox uh, Series, because it's a television, X. And then let's make a shitty version of it, and we'll call that the Xbox S because it's simple. <laughs> well, the rumor apparently is that we might be getting an infinite warfare kind of situation mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. people weren't really happy or excited about this new jetpack Call of Duty, so they bundled in Modern Warfare Remastered. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor that Modern Warfare 3 Remastered might be included with this one. Yeah. But that's, again, we literally have not gotten a picture, a confirmation, nothing. It is weird. It's so weird. Like, the hype level that I have for Battlefield. I've always preferred Battlefield over Call of Duty. Always. But Call of Duty's always been there. And it's always it's always one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm going to play it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which we'll get more into that later because there's some new stuff that we have to talk about. But still, it's like it, it's always been one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's there. It's dependable. It's going to be a good game because, you know, no matter how much you want to talk about, oh, it's so trite. It's so overdone. It blah, da, 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 da. The point is, it is a good game. It is technically a good game. It is visually most of the time a good game. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to play it. But this year we have 2042 or whatever. I'm actually super excited for that. It seems like it's returning to like Battlefield and what I used to love about it. And it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it looks like it's going past the, cause I feel like with Battlefield, we hit just a genre, the whole World War II, World War One setting, I feel like was a theme period I guess because so, yeah. they focused, they focused so much on making those feel different mm-hmm. and they didn't necessarily feel like Battlefield. I mean, to hardcore Battlefield players, sure, but you're right. This, their gameplay trailer was just if player if gamers were playing a battlefield game right. normal game yep and yep. i saw yep. one trailer i didn't see the in-depth details of everything but oh it's that in halo infinite did you watch any of that tech preview 
I mean, here and there, but. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my Seth Rogen came out. Um, <laughs> it's it. The one thing is, like, I am so much more excited for Splitgate than I am for Halo Infinite. And if you put those games next to each other, other than the guns themselves, it's actually kind of hard to tell the difference. Because they're both, like, arena shooters, they both have people in space suits, they yeah. both have various machine guns and shotguns and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, the- have, you, have you tried Splitgate yet? So I, not on PlayStation, Ooh. I have on PC. Ooh. PC, I played it when it first came out. Interesting, okay. And now, here's a weird thing, okay? Yeah. So, Splitgate came out, and for the most part, it was kind of like... What was that other thing that had to do with gravity? It was... Are you talking about the one that was by Cliffy B? Yeah, Cliffy B. What was uh, that called? I don't know. Point being is that it kind of seemed like that, where it came out, there was a hardcore fan base... And then it just kind of died off. And then conveniently, right around the same time it started coming out on the consoles, suddenly it became huge. I mean, it is difficult for me to look at my Twitter timeline and not see people talking about Splitgate. It is, it is right now, it is a phenomenon. And you know what? Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's honestly, I know why. Because it is, it is Halo. It is like it feels like Halo. It plays like Halo. But then, like Portal had a baby with it. You know what I mean? And it's like pulling off a move where I portal behind somebody and then shotgun them right in the back of the head. It's hard for that to get old. Yeah. Because in most in most first person player and most person okay <clears throat> take two. In most first-person shooter games, it is about outplaying your opponent, out-positioning, out-maneuvering sometimes, and then there's other games that it's just like Call of Duty, where it's like, if you start firing before they start firing, you're going to win the the match. Mm -hmm. And both types of games, the outplay and the (laughs) out-twitch kind of shooter, they both have their places. And... To have this one where the the manner of how you outplay them is so damn interesting. Being able to literally zip across like you could you could do one of those things like in Portal where you'd put a portal on the ground and then somewhere else and then you jump into the portal from like two stories up and you'll just launch yourself. Plus you yeah. have the jetpack so you can jetpack yourself. It is so amazing it's so gratifying you know and it is actually it is actually a shooter that i'm pretty good at you know i'm definitely not mr ninja or dr disrespect or any of like the twitch shooters i'm definitely not as good as them but being able to get like i don't know let's say being able to get anywhere even close to a one one ratio for me yeah. and a shooter is very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, and with Splitgate, you're right. It's basically Halo meets Portal, mm-hmm. and and what that does is add a different layer of it's like gameplay. So dimension, dude. <laughs> so yeah, it's an actual it's an actual different tactical advantage. So mm-hmm. when you think of Fortnite, 
for example. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, the other, you know, thing you have to be good at and, you know, as a chess move is building. Like, yeah. that's, yep. it's a whole other thing. Whereas with Splitgate, it's portals. But I feel like the portals are a hell of a lot more useful and they're more fun because I don't have to wait for this, to build this stupid whatever. Yeah, right. Like, it's literally, and it's it allows for so much more frenetic gameplay. Yeah. And the than, fact that they can, it, this kind of thing can happen on a console, I feel like yeah. is a huge feat. I mean, for the console, because you played it on the PC, so I don't know how good it looks there, obviously, but on the PlayStation 4, for instance, um, it doesn't look pretty. I'm going to admit it. I'm playing it on the PlayStation 4, regular, not even pro, so like it does not look pretty. And especially if you're looking through a portal, it's like so pixelated, it's, it's bad. It's blurry as hell. But still, being able to like pull off pull off a move where maybe you should shoot somebody through your portal yeah think of the physics just think of the fucking physics of i have a portal facing this way and then i have another portal facing this way somewhere else uh for the audio listeners i have my hands up and i'm (laughs) pointing them in different directions (laughs) anyway but then shooting through this one and it coming out this one and hitting somebody on a PlayStation 4, like, that's amazing. I, I totally believe this being a game on the PC. You know, I'm sure there's probably tons of games with portals and stuff ever since Portal yeah. came out. I'm sure there's tons of games involving portals and weird stuff that takes so much computing power. It has to render the world on one side of the portal and then somehow teleport it to the other side of the portal and the amount of like RAM and, and gigabytes and, and teraflops and stuff, the the amount that it takes to do that is probably astronomical. Um, and the fact that it's able to do it not only on a console but like on the weakest console of that generation because even the Xbox has the Xbox Elite? No, it's not Elite. Well, what that, the fuck yeah, is you, it? You the, Xbox uh, Series X. No, no, that's the new one. Xbox X. There we go. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Xbox One X. Yeah. Xbox One X. Oh, I'm so sorry. Jesus. Microsoft is zapping me from heaven right now. Anyways, so not only just on the Xbox One, but the Xbox One and One X and Series X and the PlayStation 4 and the Pro and the fact that they can do that and of course we have the industry standard of cross play so we have a person creating a portal on a PlayStation 4 shooting a bullet and it hits a person on an Xbox 1 i don't know why but like just the inner machinations of that scrambles my mind all right so i feel like you've been t- trying to talk this whole time so why don't you go ahead <laughs> well <laughs> So I, I really am interested to play it on PS4 because I want to see how it plays with a controller. Because mm-hmm. when I played Splitgate the first time, it had been probably two or three years since I really had PC games. So oh, yeah. it had, like mouse and keyboard movement. I you know I still had the, like a, my normal resting place, but it was you know figuring out okay because usually with PC when you have like grenades or like reload, it's like all right you use one two three or four or whatever macros. So it was getting back to the basics of PC gaming yep. while getting to the basics of this shooter that is like fast-paced Titanfall, but even faster because I'm warping yeah. through portal. So, so yeah, um, I think I've told this story before, so I do apologize. But um, Valorant came out, hmm. and it was free to play. 
and I was like, you know what? I finally have a PC, the laptop I'm using for the street or for the, you know, recording right now. I finally have a laptop that's good enough. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. So I downloaded it. I went through the tutorial. I'm like, yeah, this seems fun. I got through and I died two times. And on my second death, I was just like, this is not for me. <laughs> it didn't take a match. It took literally two deaths. And I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm good. Like, I do not. Not only have I at that. I mean, when it came out, I think I had my laptop maybe for a month, but probably even way less than a month. I had just gotten a laptop. So I'm just trying to get used to like having my one finger like this because here's W sd and here's like shift or whatever and then here's the space bar so having one hand like this on the thing and then one hand <laughs> with a claw just like click 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 like i couldn't even handle holding down my right click and trying to fire for some reason that broke my brain and so i had to switch it to toggle when when aiming down yeah, sights yeah <laughs> it, it, it really the the first PC gaming experience I ever had was Titanfall, and I feel like that is the perfect game to play on PC yeah. because it is so much more fast-paced. But yeah, once you, the first time I ever, like, it was the reaching over with the pinky for shift. It was like, oh my god, like, it was like I was straining it, you know? But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm like, excited. guitar players probably have no problem because, like, they have yeah. to usually, like, shift their hands in really weird ways. But, like, me, like, it had been so long since my hands were like this, comfortable, relaxed, and now I have to, like, yeah, <laughs> but I'm excited to try it because with everything that they were showing with Halo Infinite, and I still don't have an Xbox or a working PC, I'm dying to play this game. Yeah, dying to play this so game. Good. And if Split Cake can give me something any kind of similar to that right now, yeah, I'll take it. Because Call of Duty sure as hell ain't doing it. Oh hell no! Oh, Let's hell not get no. too close, too 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 far far ahead of it. Let me tell you about my week. But mine's more of a visual than it is. <laughs> All right. So I do apologize for the listeners. Or, yeah, the listeners, because this is a lot more visual. Um, I will do my best to explain everything. So Knockout City put out a tweet and it said, caption this. Thanks to, you know, egg. Al- Alexander something for sharing. So somebody did a... So anyways, it's the dodgeball from Knockout City, but it looks like it's going, ah! Like it's yelling. It's like eyes are kind of closing. It's yelling, ah! So it said, caption this. It's a dodgeball screaming. So what I did was this. I said, this is why it's important to self-examinate yourself regularly, fellas. And I added a nice little testicular cancer awareness foundation picture of a testicular self-exam um, pamphlet, essentially. And it shows, and it's not super obvious that it's, I mean, it's it doesn't see, it doesn't show the pee-pee head. It just shows, you know, a sack. But it straight <laughs> up says in big letters on the picture, testicular cancer. Like it's straight up that. <laughs> <laughs> and um i 
I, I, I did it as a joke, obviously, and I'm just like, ha ha ha, I'm silly. <laughs> um, as as the day goes on, I'm getting notifications that I um, that that particular comment is getting liked and i'm like oh that's cool so i went to it because i think somebody commented on it or something i just happened to click on it if you notice right here for the visuals uh, for the visuals <laughs> for the visual people um <laughs> it says right here you're unable to view this tweet because this account owner limits who can view their tweets and it's like, learn more. And I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? I click on the learn more. It brings me to a page where it it goes through all of the notifications that could possibly. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. So I just clicked on Knockout City. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Knockout City, at Knockout City. Not followed by anyone you're following. You are blocked from following at Knockout City and viewing at Knockout City's tweets. Learn more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, uh, I said this to Nate in a text yesterday. For a while, it's like I can't under I I don't know if I'm angry or if it's just funny as hell. And I think it's like eighty percent funny as fuck and twenty percent okay. What the fuck? Knockout. You put a you put a picture of a screaming ball and you don't expect there to be a couple of people who make a raunchy ass joke. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Now, come on. now <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things. If we look at it from a PR sense, the fact that it said testicular cancer specifically. <laughs> hey, on it I'm trying to bring awareness, sir. It is a serious thing, to a especially once game. you shut the fuck up. <laughs> especially once you get into your latter years. It's very important to self-examine yourself. And <laughs> I'm See, bringing awareness. What's that. wrong he with awareness, with sir? <laughs> he doesn't need to be aware. He doesn't need to be awesome, so. By the way, the so, joke on that. Guy. Talking about my cat for the yeah, audio yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, other than that, we've just been working super hard with, uh, you know, the subathon or whatever. So, I don't have too much more. Other than I did play a new game called Tribes of Midgard. I don't know why I had to say it that way. Because I'm an old sage. So, Tribes of Midgard is. Um, a action RPG got together in a threesome with, <laughs> um, hold up. Ow. Uh, so it got together with a action RPG, a survival game and a tower defense game. And they all just were in this tangled mess. A baby somehow came from it and that's tribe of tribes of Midgard. So, I mean, the basics is you're a uh, a Viking who died. You're in, like, the purgatory, whatever the hell that's called. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And your main objective is to protect the seed of... <laughs> and... <laughs> I just learned how to say Mjolnir, so get off me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir. Mjolnir. 
<laughs> Best part of Dark Dark World right there. Meow meow! <laughs> Anyways, um, so, so yeah, your, your main objective is, is to protect that. It's in the center of the village, and in the village you have various people that will help you craft stuff. So then you explore the world around the tree and, you know, you're picking up rocks, you're harvesting iron, you're cutting down trees, you know, so that's the survival aspect of it. And then you can also come across enemy encampments and that's where the action RPG comes in. And it's kind of like Diablo because it's like above the head or whatever. Um, And you, you know, you use various swords, axes, archers, spells, yada, yada, yada. And so that's the action part of it. And then the tower defense part comes because you can actually set up and build, like, um, archer towers. You can, you know, there's three main gates that they can come in. You can actually build a gate so that they have to, you know, beat their way through the gate first before they get into town. Um, And so basically through the day, you're scavenging you're taking down enemy encampments you're doing maybe quests or something and then at night is when like the hellings or health hell whatever and they come and they try to attack the tree um not only that but then there are these big like giants essentially you know one's like a big frost giant one's like a big like tornado uh mm-hmm. like sentient tornado one's like this big witch lady uh, and then there's one that's um, uh, like a kind of like a big like lava monster or something like that. Mm. And so, you know, once every couple of days, they'll spawn on like the very outskirts of the map and then just kind of like, you know, just like slowly making their way towards you. Um, if they make it to your village, it's almost guaranteed that you'll that you'll die, you know. Um, but the coolest part is that, you know, it's, it can be you and up to nine friends. So 10 total and Mm -hmm. it's kind of fast pace, you know, the days go by relatively quickly. So you really have to be good at resource management. You have to be good at time management. Um, and it's definitely something you need to play with other people because, um, you can go solo and I've tried it solo and I've, the highest I've made it to is day four. Four. Um, I created a session. I started playing, and I was able to make it to date like eight, I think, or no, maybe it was seven. But either way, I was almost to be able to go double, just yeah. because I happened to have one or two extra people who hopped into my match or whatever. Yeah. So it it's so much fun. Um, I just wish I wish there was a little bit more customization because. The days go by so fast, and the um, and just everything kind of happens so fast that if you are not always on your shit a hundred percent of the time, you're not going to make it that long. And then it almost kind of feels like you're cheated because mm. it's like, oh, okay, well, I was off trying to forage some freaking trees, and the big giant destroyed the tree, and I had no idea what was going on. So. Uh, yeah, that'd be my only negative because it is it is clearly that you are supposed to be working with some friends at least. I would say to to have a really good time, I would say you have to have at least three or four people, and each person has like a job. Okay, you know, Nate, you're gonna go and your uh-huh. job is to only focus on you know gathering stuff. 
Right. Okay, Nick, you're going to go and you're going to fight encampments because each encampment has a chest and those have the rarest, you know, building materials. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Doug, you're going to go do this and Chris, you're going to do this or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you you have to have a good a good amount of, of people, I think. Yeah. Um, so that'd be the only negative because I just at this time. It's not I'm easy playing to play by, by yourself. Yeah, I'm playing by myself. Hopefully you're going to download it sometime soon. My brother just texted me today. He's going to download it today. And then when my other big brother gets back into town, he'll be able to download it. So we'll have four people right there if we can get a gaming session going. But until then, it's like I'm just kind of grinding away. Yeah. <laughs> grinding away. And it, it and it's a little frustrating how how hard it can be. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and what's really interesting about the artwork, just looking at the, mm, mm-hmm. oh, microphone. <laughs> the the artwork, it looks very, um, oh God, what was that? What was that? What was that game that just came out last year? Immortals Rising. Mortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so like, I, I see what you mean. And it kind of, you want to say it has that art style. And then you look at the gameplay and it's like, oh, well, it kind of does, but the isometric is is definitely yeah. a different and and when you're talking about the giants that are like the in the background there's a picture that i'm looking at here Let's see if i can send it to you i'll send it to you on discord mm-hmm. um is this kind of what you're describing if i could also the entire time you were talking my cat was licking his asshole directly in front of me spread eagle so that was great absolutely great don't uh-uh, don't do that we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that. <laughs> what the? Oh, it's trying to get me to log on. I'm just gonna have to look at it. Oh, geez, that was close. Yeah, if you just type in tribes, look, look, look up tribes. Hold on. Tribes of Nidge. Does it look like the witch lady? Is that the one you're talking about? No, it's just I'm wondering if this is what you're you're talking about about giant. Hold on a second. Yeah, because yeah, there's a giant. Like so, when I type in "tribes of Midgar" in Google, the very first image is this big ass lava monster. Well, so I was looking at an ice monster. Oh yeah, the big ass ice monster. So yeah, there's yeah. a big ass ice monster. It's got like a belt around it. It has something on its shoulder. Oh, that's a boat. It has the front of a boat as like shoulder armor. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that can be hard oh, to see cool. in game because it's like towering above you. It, it'll. It, as soon as you get close enough to a, one of the giants, it'll actually zoom out for you. <laughs> oh, oh, it looks like there's even like a troll or something. That looks like a big ass motherfucker. So, hmm. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what game we've both played? Great transition, Nick. You're doing great. Um, Pokemon Unite. Yes. Yes. Um,. So, Pokemon Unite. How much have you played, and what do you think about it? I have played a total, from training to now, probably about two hours. Cool. So, I mean, I mean, roughly that's 20 matches. You know, yeah. Each match is, about, is literally 10 minutes long. So, yeah, that's about 20 matches. I would say maybe... Hmm... Because it's so hard because like, I literally pick it up, play one match, and then put it down. So I would yeah. have to say either about the same 
at the most maybe three hours so maybe a little bit longer than you so yeah what are your impressions so far it is crazy insane to me that now pokemon is definitely i feel like you could classify as as a beginner game yeah okay because how they were able to take baby's first moba like they do baby's first rpg with pokemon from into it's Whenever I first started playing it, I remember you saying kind of how it was, and I was doing the training match. I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. What like what is the gameplay?" And it's like it wasn't until you said what well, you had said again, MOBA, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is kind of similar to what I play with Smite." Because Smite's really the only other MOBA experience I have. I, yeah, I didn't okay. play. I don't play League, but I love Smite. I really, really enjoyed Smite. Yes, definitely. Um, so with this, it's a lot more simple. But it, it, it you're gonna hate me. But hopefully you agree with this. Yes, it's good on the Switch. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> you can just pick up a match and play it. Like, I don't think I would want to play, if oh. it was available on PlayStation, I don't mm-hmm. think I would I would play it on Switch. Yeah. Good point. No. Good point. It definitely fits a more mobile aspect. We'll yeah. get into that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um don't you have a I cell think phone? I <laughs> you not have phones? <laughs> um no, I think I was when I first saw this, I was really excited. Of course, the internet's going to internet and of course, I don't think there was a lot of people excited for this cuz they're like multiplayer Pokémon. That's just not what Pokémon's about. Okay. Like ugh. Fuck it. Why would asshole. you complain about the first off? What? Multiplayer. Why would you complain about multiplayer Pokémon first right? off? I feel like this actually is the best version of a Pokemon uh, multiplayer that we could get because like if we just literally like I don't know threw a bunch of Pokemon onto a map and then had them brawl it out it wouldn't feel too much like a Pokemon you know what I mean yeah whereas this um, much like a MOBA has like creeps, you know, neutral creeps in a forest or whatever. This has random ass Pokemon that you go and find. But that's actually the point of the whole game yeah. is to get this IOS energy. Now, granted, you could play as like a attacker Pokemon and your only job is to attack the other team. And then you can get AOS energy from them. Mm-hmm. Um but then you also need to make sure you have somebody on your team that's really good at scoring, you yeah. know, and that person who's scoring goes and they farm all the Pokemon around. They have like the monkey Pokemon. They have this, um, I don't know. It looks almost like a pink cow Pokemon. They have a giant like turtle Pokemon. They have crab Pokemon, bull Pokemon, sombrero Pokemon. <laughs> And you just go and you farm these for Aos energy, and then you go to what in a MOBA would be a turret, yeah, and you turn it in there into the enemy's you know thing, and that's how you score points. Eventually, that goal will be full, so it'll disappear, and you have to go yeah. further into enemy territory to keep scoring. And so, for me, like I said, I feel like this is the best version of a multiplayer Pokemon that we could get. Because, like, it's fun if it's, like, you and a friend and you're seeing whose Pokemon is better. That's fun, you know? 
It's turn-based, it's strategy-based, yada, yada, yada. But like a full-blown Pokemon, how else would you do it? You have to have some type of objective. It can't literally just be like an arena shooter, but Pokemon, because then I feel like that wouldn't really fit Pokemon. Even Pokin, which is like, you know, the fighting Pokemon. You remember the one where it's like basically Tekken Tournament or something? Um, That fits because they they fit it inside kind of the Pokemon universe. And I feel like yeah. this fits the Pokemon universe in a really interesting way. And for me, because I'm a, I'm an OG Pokemon. Like I, the, the only Pokemon I've ever played is red or blue. And I didn't even get all the way through it because I, it just wasn't my bag. So for me to be able to like jump in as Pikachu or, you know, Charizard or Snorlax, these are all the ones I know. There are a couple of that I don't know, like the shark one, the crab one, the the white one with the weird horn, <laughs> the bunny. But I know the bunny because it's in the most recent Netflix series, Pokemon Journeys. So mm. it's the bunny. So I know that one. So so it's it's starting with a bunch of Pokemon that I know. And that's really cool because it's like, I have a little bit of an attachment, you know? So, yeah. So what would you say? Like gameplay wise? Um, like who's, who's your favorite so far as far as your Pokemon? Well, I mean, just in general. So the thing that got me about the game at first, you, you talked about have some, you can do it. Words are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to um, what you were saying about uh, someone who's good at scoring, the my first experience with the game, and really Charizard. I I do love Charizard. I haven't really played much. I mean, I've dabbled a couple different, but really, it's trying to. (laughs) My first few matches was going to score, getting all hyped because I was like, "Yeah, I got, I've got like sixty, I got eighty AOS energy, yeah." And then I go to score, I'm like. Oh, I have to hold. It's taking a. Oh shit! Here they come. Oh, I'm dead. And it was like I, I never, I never. At first, got around to. Oh, okay. Let me make a little bit of a trail. Let me not go. Oh, I got it all. I'm gonna go run to the score. Like it was. I had to make more of an effort. Yeah. Which that's what I wasn't expecting, but mm-hmm. it, 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 overall, I definitely want to spend some more time with it i feel more inclined to play this than i do a normal pokemon game and i don't know what it is oh for sure yeah and for me personally i've never really been a pokemon like i I played it on game boy and stuff like that like game Game boy advance but i wasn't into it like a lot of other people were yes but this gameplay loop i can easily go on my lunch oh okay yeah 10 minute uh 10 literally 10 minute gameplay that's the longest it can go is 10 minutes and whoever yeah. scores the most at the end of it and sometimes it could be shorter because the other people give up <laughs> yeah exactly because you're just fucking creaming them um yeah yeah i totally get, i'm the exact same way like uh i think what i like about charizard um venusaur and hopefully bulbasaur when he comes out what i like the most about them it's a small tiny little thing that i really like i like the evolutions I like starting off as this tiny little guy, and then the more I'm kicking ass or whatever, I can physically see myself getting bigger. Um, a lot of the other Pokemon, there are some that don't even evolve. So, like, there's mm-hmm. the there's the zappy looking, the yellow guy. Freaking banger. Like, if you want to be, like, an attack Pokemon, 
I can't remember his damn name. It's like Zapriter. Zapdos. No, that's the bird in the center. Anyways, but he's he's one of the Zap Pokemon, and he's really good at attacking. Ridiculously good at attacking. OP at attacking. Like he's gonna get a buff. I mean nerf. He's gonna get a nerf. Um he's gonna get a nerf. Like if if they if they are gonna constantly update this game, he's gonna be one of the first they nerf because dear god, you can slay nonstop with him. Uh, I play as one character, and I I genuinely tried to be like a slayer, and I tried to do my best or whatever, and I got some kills, no doubt. But I played as him, and it was just like I would wipe an entire freaking team mm-hmm. in seconds. Is ridiculous how easy it was. So, but getting back to it, yeah, like I like I like the evolution. I like the I like starting off at a small level, going to a bigger level, and I can. S- physically see that so like i think i'll always kind of gravitate towards those characters because it's just it's fun to actually be able to see how good i'm doing not just by a arbitrary number next to my name but an actual like physical hey i'm getting bigger you know Uh, i would love for them to have like a goldine and you and you have to like fight your way up to like level ten to become Gyarados or whatever. So for for nine fucking levels, you're just this <laughs> you're just this goldfish flopping around, maybe doing some you know water squirts or something. It would be so awesome. But then you'd get to level ten and you'd be freaking Gyarados or whatever. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Um, so that's all the positives, right? That's all the positives about this game. This is this is a fun <coughs> game. If you want to stop listening right now, this is a fun ass game. You know, yes, it's extremely simple, but I feel like in its simplicity, there's also a lot of strategy. You could be a slayer. If you're a slayer, you have to pick the right Pokemon to be a slayer. If you want to do nothing but scoring, like that's the one thing that's also in MOBAs as well. It's like if there are different roles and if you, as long as you play to those roles you can do really well and same here i feel like if you want to be an attacker you don't necessarily choose like snorlax that's yeah. not necessarily who you want to choose to be uh, an attacker if you want to make scores maybe you make snorlax or you know but even then you want somebody who's quick you know what i mean so like there's a lot of strategy and i like it so once again hey it's free why the hell not am i right so go try it out on the switch and it's going to be coming out for mobile and that's all the positives so now let's talk about the negatives unfortunately um there is some negatives when it comes to here i'm going to pull this up so a little cut here hopefully all right so for the Audio listeners, I apologize because <laughs> this is going to be mainly something to look at. So, if you would like, why don't you go to our YouTube where we are currently having our subathon? If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe, uh, like, share, and uh, comment on this particular video, and go to about 50, 55 minutes into the podcast. And you'll see some work, but I'm hanging in, hanging in on a thread, on an absolute thread. And I managed to get the kill. I should have been dead. If I didn't have my items, I can 100% tell you that right here, 
when I'm on this platform, I wouldn't have had the Ooh, HP. Even then, Not he to mention, I am getting a defense boost, and a lot of the heroes hitting me are, are heavy attackers. So not only would I have had more damage taken to wipe me out, even if I didn't have the extra HP, I have that extra HP covering me as well. And it not only helped me get away here, it helped me actually get a kill. Like, look at the health I have at the end here. I not only have a kill, but we managed to take Zapdos, which means I have 50, I have the max amount of balls, and I can go and dunk them for double the points here in the last two minutes, and uh, probably pull the vic. I probably probably won this game here. So, yeah, this watch, is probably a, like a game-winning move right here. Me going and dunking those and getting that score. Actually, I'm curious what the end score was. We might have smoked them, but I at least paid to win that situation. So right there. So um, I'm gonna pause it now because it, it gets to the point right here. So in that particular match. Um, he won 487 to 461. So literally by being able to stay alive in that particular situation, he scored 100 points. Without his 100, if he would have died, because if you look right... If you look, here's the attack that he's talking about. There was a minute and a half left. When you're that far in, you have to spawn, you have to go farm. To farm 50 points worth of Aeos Energy would have taken the minute, and then he would have had to somehow also get to the the score. So right mm -hmm. here, he's able to physically show evidence of, of how having items and paying to level those items up got him a win it it was literally pay to win in this particular instance um so if you didn't know this guy is uh what's his name beat him up yeah beat him ups uh beat him up so just like it sounds b e a t e m ups <laughs> Um, he's the guy who did this, you know, go to his channel, look at the Pokemon Unite is pay to win and it's disgusting video. It's a really well done video. He goes through and he actually talks about, you know, how much money it cost him to level up the three items that he was using in this particular example. And then he also talks about how long it would have taken him if he only played the game, not paid for it. And yeah. basically, spoiler alert, it would have taken him a year and a half of playing every single day to level everything up. Or he could just spend, uh, it was either like 150 or $200, and it fully leveled him up. So, I'm torn. I really am. Because if I only look at the game and I, quote, just try to have fun... It's a very fun, cutesy game. My daughter can play it. And so especially if we, when it comes out on the mobile, I am most likely going to get it on the mobile so that me and her can play it together. Yeah. So, like, this is a fun game. It's just stupid, you know, fun Pokemon game. But unfortunately, it has a very, very dark side because it's made by Tencent. Tencent makes a bunch of mobile games. And... Yeah, it's it's it sucks. It genuinely sucks that anybody, not just 
Pokemon, Nintendo, but anybody would create a game that you could pay for an advantage to win a multiplayer game. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why this is still prevalent. Like, the first year or so of this type of thing happening, like, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't love it. But how how has it been able to continue for as long as it's been able to continue? You would hope that this is going to be a, uh, something that they fix later on down the line. Yeah. Um, but also Nintendo, and we don't really know... I think that's the thing that sucks the most is the fact that it is Nintendo. Yeah, that's when that's you pretty hear, egregious. When you hear the name Nintendo, and so they're by association Pokemon, you think family-friendly. You think yeah. quality, okay? And having a game where you can literally just pay for an advantage is just not cool. But unfortunately... Nintendo, this is kind of a new way for Nintendo. Because if you think about it, World Tour, which is their Mario Kart mobile game, it's got gotcha in it. It's yeah. got loot boxes in it. You can you can get a race car that instead of having two stars, it has four stars. So now you can raise to the top of the leaderboards because you happen to roll the dice ten more times than I did. And yeah. how unfair is that, that you get to be the top of a leaderboard? Because I don't know if they necessarily have multiplayer on it. I haven't played it in a while, specifically because of loot boxes. But I haven't played it in a while. But like it's either leaderboard or it's they did finally put multiplayer in it. And then if they did put multiplayer in it, what the F? The, the worst part is, is that I don't think... I don't th- like If you do ranked, for instance, I don't think it doesn't let you do um yes if you're doing it it, you can't take items you purchased in there that's just not i mean if they if they're smart if they give if if they even slightly care about this game becoming like mo or like a league of legends dota if they give a crap about it even coming close to the Pathion that that those games are they have to make it so that if you're doing a ranked match you are not allowed to have held items right. or if you do there's a max of like level 10 held items so even if you literally paid all the way to get to level 30 in that item it will only count down to level 10 because it's either that or everybody's maxed out right that would be the only way in a ranked match that it would be fair to have this situation. Yeah. You know, and the fact that it just for one item, no, I think it was all three. I don't know. Watch the video. Uh, but the fact that it would take you a year and a half to do exactly what you did with just paying money. Like is bad. That's really bad. That, that, that right there to everybody. Oh, and I, you know, I don't like this, Nate, but to everybody's all like, you can just play the game and, you know, they still let you do everything with regular currency. Yeah, but they do it to such an egregious degree that you either end up paying or you end up quitting. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, why the hell would I want to play a game where where somebody puts $50 down 
and they're able to one-shot me with one of their special moves. Exactly. Yeah. How is that fair? So then so then what do I do? I just run away every time that person I see them? Like sure that's a strategy, but it's not a very winning strategy. Like No. Uh, it's it's just so frustrating that something so fun, something so innocent. You know what I mean? It's something my daughter can enjoy. She's only 6 years old. What if she clicks on something she has no idea that what she just clicked on spent money? Now, I could certainly get mad at her. I could yell at her. I could, oh, why'd you do that? But is it really her fault? fault? It's not. It's not her fault. It is the game's fault for maybe encouraging her to be better at the game. You know, And I feel like this obviously would be a much different conversation if it was a single-player game. It sucks just as much, for sure. And nobody wants anything to be pay to win, but at least if it was single player, eh. Well, it's it's also there's a lot of companies and a lot of game developers who are doing who are trying to right the wrongs that we experienced the past few years. Yep. And we're seeing that. So when something like this happens, it really stands out. Just as a, oh, yeah. an example, you have Halo Infinite, who from the very beginning of their basically their relaunch of the multiplayer stuff, it's like, hey, multiplayer's free to play. Yep. Sure, there's a battle pass, but guess what? Everything you purchase, well, you will keep as long. Like, I mean, you will keep, and everything is transferable. And they're saying they're basically doing everything right. Right. And everything costs. And that money. was a response to, um, it was five, right? Halo Five. Yes. It had war zones you, and it had yeah, arenas. Yeah. yeah, recreation packs, and you could literally have green guns or you could have blue guns, and it's just yeah. like, and you could pay for it. It's just. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. The fact that some companies are trying to do better makes this stick out so, so much more. Speaking of bad companies, <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately, we're going there. I think you know where we're going, right, kiddos? Activision Blizzard and the whole debacle. I don't know what we personally can say to add to the situation. Um you know, slight trigger warning for everybody, you know, might want to skip ahead or something. We will talk, uh, you know, just give a Cliff Notes version of what's going on. But basically, sexual allegations, sexual harass- harassment, um, unwanted advances by senior staff. Um, uh, men would make women work on video games and they would just play video games all day so they would delegate it to their lower you know lower on the totem pole women and go hey you know i need i need this model you know shaded properly why don't you work on that for eight hours while i get better at call of duty or something like that um then there there was a woman who actually killed herself because she was in a relationship with a senior staff um naked pictures of her got sent to everybody and something happened on like a camping trip or whatever and she had finally had enough like that's that's on so sad. a on a work retreat on a work retreat yeah it's not like they went off together as a couple mm-hmm. and went somewhere no this is a work retreat and speaking of work retreat there was this thing called the Cosby suite which basically going to BlizzCon not not like E3. It's it's not E3. It's not it's not the what is it? Game Developer con- Convention. GDC. 
GDC, yeah. Um, it's BlizzCon, literally about Blizzard, and they'd have something called the Cosby Suit. What is the Cosby Suit? Well, they would take women back there and try to sleep with them. Were these random women from the audience? No, these were fucking co-workers. Like, it's... <sighs> and, I mean, there's certainly some excuses that, oh, when they called it the Cosby Suite, they didn't know about all the allegations, but it's like, it was out at the time that this was. this was. And, I mean, there's even some people that would try to defend, like, oh, you know, that's the way it used to be. It's like, yeah, but... There are plenty of people, like, did you see the, the Cosby Suite picture? Not the picture. Okay, so there's a picture of a bunch of guys, and they're holding up a picture of fucking Bill Cosby, and they're like, eh, like, brosive and everything. Well, somebody went through and, like, made little arrows to each guy in that. One is a VP at Riot. What just happened at Riot recently? Sexual allegations, you know, all this kind of shit. One, another guy's a VP or VP of like level design at another place. A bunch of them are still at Blizzard. And it's like... And the whole thing with Riot just proves how much this... Sure, Activision Blizzard got caught. But this is an industry-wide thing. Because Riot got caught, which is where one of those people went to. Ubisoft got caught. And I think one of the most triggering thing, let me know if you agree. I think one of the most triggering thing was when Bobby Kotick put out this tone deaf, just empty platitudes uh, message that he put out. Oh, we care about people. Every voice matters. Really, every voice matters. So two years in a row, when your company made more money year over year and you still decided that 2,000 people needed to lose their job so that you could continue to make money. But hey, every voice matters, am I right? Well, what's worse, so depending on where, you, pretty much across the board, this whole situation is bad. There's nothing that that anyone can say except for maybe the quartering who can go fuck himself. I mean, I, <laughs> I just, I, he... But there's nothing. If anyone is sitting here defending Blizzard, you know they're a garbage human. Like yep. this is that's that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing with this is all the information is pretty much the same, which is kind of crazy to me. But I saw the best breakdown video that I saw was the one from the Act Man, and it wasn't necessarily a breakdown, but he basically went through the lawsuit. But one thing he also did was played clips in comparison. Yeah. So like like for example, Bobby Kotick, and then they're like played a lot of clips from whenever they were at a BlizzCon event where a female gamer was like, you know, hey, could we not, um, you know, include? I mean, this was from years ago. Could we maybe pick a different style of magazine to 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 model the the female characters off of? And they got all of the tables' responses basically like, huh, well, what magazine would you prefer? Like that was their response. Yeah. Like instead of it being a Maxim magazine, like and oh, it's yeah right. It, it, the thing, and I'm I'm going to very carefully say this so I don't get raked across the coals. You're talking about this is a problem with the industry. This situation is something that I feel like I have seen a similarity in last year, especially with everything that happened with you know not specifically George Floyd, but the whole situation of of 
being more aware and calling out racists. Right. Through this process, we've discovered that, and most people, well, not discovered, most people are now commonly aware that it, it, it is a systematic issue. There's yep. not very much proof that you can give me that does not show that systematic racism does still exist and it is at such a high level that's the problem we're running into on fixing it yeah so i'm not i'm not saying they're one-to-one comparisons but no i get where you're coming from because it's like when you think about video games what do you think about you do kind of think about men maybe sitting and sitting around in a room together you know, passing the either passing the controller around, or maybe we have a bunch of TVs set up and they're all land together or something. Yeah. That that might be one of the first things you think about when you when you hear video games, mm-hmm. you know, or even when you hear that a thirty three year old who has two daughters playing video games, you think to yourself, "Oh, aren't you too old for that?" Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, it's yeah. It, we've what's funny, and I know that you're. You're not happy about this, but I know there's a part of you that does feel vindicated because you out of the two of us for the past years have just been singing from the heavens how evil Activision is. Yeah, right. And I have been on the – where, you know, it's like it sucks, but it's like there's worse things that are going on. Yeah. This is obviously as worse as you can get, and the biggest problem we're seeing is that this is at a, a, a president yep. of VP level. Yep. And it's an, an, it's it, the fact that it's industry-wide, the fact that Riot Games had it happen – um ubisoft had it happen i didn't know this until this report apparently insomniac had something like this and i'm like not insomniac not ratchet and clank spider-man no don't take that away from me but of course that's very selfish because i literally just said me but that's the problem it is so systemic it's and i mean that's also like the problem with industries you know, like this is not something new to a single industry. This is a systemic problem in culture itself. Like women are looked at like like one thing that really stood out to me is like women would not get um, promotions because they were afraid they were going to get pregnant. It's like fucking really we're still back in the 1950s where a woman can't progress because she's going to have a baby and then she's going to want to quit so that she can go take care of her babies because that's where she belongs. Where's my sandwich, bitch? Like, yeah. how are we still there? It, and how is it so pervasive in our culture that even something, I mean, I wouldn't say innocent, but even just something that is purely for entertainment purposes like video games, you could say the same thing about movies, obviously, right? How is it just such a thing? And to think that when Apex, for instance, came out and they had women and other genders, like it was, it was, you know, baiting, right? It was queer baiting, yeah. or it was like, no, they're just trying to be fucking diverse. Like, like, you're too much of a bro, and you're too much of a hardcore gamer that you can't handle there being women in gaming. You can't handle yeah. there being transgender people, non-binary people in gaming, because that's just too much. That's just too much for you. Like, I just, I hate that this is where we're at. So now, hopefully, I don't know if this is a new take on it, but it's definitely an, a conversation that I would like to have 
we've had versions of it in the past, I think. But this, I think now we're at a certain point where it's even more serious. And that is, what is our job as consumers? This is the hardest part of this conversation. Because, like, I think we had a similar conversation when it was The Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2 got railed over, reamed, reamed over? I don't know. Either one's bad. (laughs) Um, But it got really bad press because people were working 100 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted to play the game. I still wanted to purchase the game. And I still wanted to have a good time with the game. But there was just that voice in the back of my head that was just like, but people suffered for this. Is that right? Is that okay? You know? And now we have this. I play uh, Call of Duty Cold War, and I mainly play it for the zombies. So a new map just came out, and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. But, like, the same, like, I want to say it was Black Ops 4. Wasn't that long ago. Black Ops 4 um, had all the monetizations. And Literally they, all of them. Yeah, all of them. All of the currencies. So many different currencies. And and then the sa- that same year it also came out that they like fired 800 people. And so I felt icky playing Black Ops. Even though, once again, I only played it for zombies, it just felt wrong. Like, I couldn't enjoy myself, yeah. you know? And so now here we have a similar situation, only it's even worse because, as I've said at least three or four times during this single podcast, I have daughters. So I I have two girls that I want to grow into women. I want them to be empowered. I want them to be successful. If they want to have kids and stay at home, I don't want it to be because it's what's expected, of them. I want it to be something that they truly want to do because if they want to be the CEO of a company, if they want to build their own company from the ground, I want them to be able to do that. It is the very bedrock of ThreadX reproductions. And the reason I started in the first place, I literally started it when Zoe Ann, my first was conceived when I found out I was going to have a kid, I'm like, I want to create something and I want to make it successful so that hopefully I can show her that you can do it too. And now just the utter thought that the just for the fact that she is a woman is going to somehow make that less achievable for her. Or if she does achieve it, she has to achieve it in much different circumstances than I had to. It breaks my fucking heart. Uh, was there some other point I was getting at? Fuck. <laughs> well, but one of the things that, that I feel like is, apart from obviously what is the worst part, which is what occurred, the fact of the response as of now has been nothing but quite literally terrible, leading them to you know stage of a in-person protest as well as a virtual protest. Yep. Which we probably should have looked up to see how that went. Oh no, <laughs> Just, it was like 2000 people I think all across the people. Yeah. Oh, the point I was the point I was yeah, I was getting at is our point our our part as consumers. Do we continue to buy the games because we're trying to support the people who made them? IE the women who were 
traumatized or do we vote with our wallet and not pay for it at all? Like that that's the hardest question of this whole thing. Because like part of me like part of me still wants those people to have a job and they yeah. need money in order to have that job, but then that job is segregating them, you know, whether it be literally or kind of I, secretly. I won't be surprised if this year's Call of Duty has some of the lowest sales in Call of Duty in a while. And I say that because I think a lot of people are on that same kind of school of thought that you are, but mm-hmm. more importantly, because not just because of this, but because of their other practices. Blizzard for the past two Blizzard at least for the past two games. Yeah. Or, Two pieces of content have disappointed, like the whole thing with the Warcraft three release, yep. and then with like they just haven't earned a lot of goodwill from mm. their fans at all. And Activision for the past several years has been like you talked about laying people off and just doing these weird bad practices. So I can't think of any other Activision game at the moment that's scheduled to come out. Well, yeah, that they're they only do Call of Duty, like exactly. So I personally don't feel like I'm going to buy Call of Duty this year unless it's something that completely wows me and it feels like it's going to pull me back in. My even, hype even then, I think personally I'm going to skip Call of Duty for a while, and it's not just because of these allegations. It's kind of this is the straw Call that breaks the camel's back, honestly. Um. And maybe it's because I have daughters, or maybe it's because I'm woke, or whatever. But their response I, I think has been it's, terrible. Yes, their response is terrible. They literally had a woman, um, which I don't think it matters that it's a her that she's a woman, but still, they had a woman come out and say these these um, allegations are absolutely false and degrading. And how dare you, sir? Like, wow. Yeah. Like well, you're able to thing, go to home to your children and your husband and sleep well after doing that. Like I feel like her being a woman does make it worse because it it's like you they see her people suffering, uh, people just like you suffering, and you don't think to yourself that maybe I should think twice about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Um. Well, another thing that the Actman pointed out in the breakdown video was the fact of the response to these allegations, these the small amount of these allegations that came out a few years ago when the other VP was in place Ooh, yeah. was more sincere than the one that Bobby Kotick came out with. And so much so. Now, mm-hmm. here's one other thing. I, I don't want to be the person that spreads, spreads misinformation. So <gasps> I haven't overall fact checked this, but I have seen it from a couple different sources. In all of the stuff that was going on, there was screenshots and pictures that were taken of Epstein's little black book. Do you know what name was on that little black book that someone just discovered recently? Kotick. Oh my god! It says his name, Bobby Kotick, on there. Oh! Now, again, I haven't, I haven't, which I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't have said it overall, but I would believe it. I'm sorry, it's just like... It's like this guy was voted the most overpaid person in whatever. Like, oh my god, it's just it's so it's so infuriating. Oh you yeah, know? this is from I mean, Reddit. Th- like I said, this is the straw that broke the camel's back because there's so many other things, like the fact that me and you, as American citizens, are paying Activision 
for doing better year over year. What do you mean, Nick? Well, Activision has a room, just a room, in Warsaw, Germany, I believe, and that's where they do their taxes out of. Not only that, when they have a loss, which once again, they're doing better and better year over year, but when they have a loss, they get a fucking tax return. Who pays for those taxes? Because they didn't. They have a net zero of tax returns because they're able to do this bullshit thing, which is one reason that United States kind of sucks because the fact that we have these oversights where a, a rich person could basically say, oh, yeah, oh, we only made this much. C- can we have some money, government? Like the fact that they could make hand over fist and still get a tax return while at the same time not paying taxes. Like, I'm paying for Activision's, um, you know, tax return. You're paying for it. But we're still paying for a fucking game. Like, and right. then we have loot boxes. But hey, Nate, the loot boxes need to be there. Because it costs more to make games nowadays. That's another argument that, like, I absolutely triggers me because it's like, yeah, it costs more to make uh, video games, but does Bobby motherfucking Kotick need a one hundred and fifty million dollar bonus because hey, he did a good job? Did you? Yeah. No. Did you Kotick? I don't know. <laughs> so. For and the video, that's the end of the show. <laughs> I'm gonna include a picture of it, so maybe he can put it at the end. But I, I <laughs> if you noticed, I took my phone out to take a picture. My cat has been literally staring at this computer monitor. If you look at your phone, Nick, you'll I sent you a picture. You'll see what he's been doing literally for the past 45 minutes. He has not moved. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect picture of me too. Thanks. This one, this one I just took also has your head. It has your head if it's better. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, is- no, Bobby Kotick sucks. <laughs> oh man! Oh, cat humor to brighten up. God, he's just he. I don't. His eyes are closed. I don't. His eyes are closed. What the, is yeah, he? Is he like, napping? Yeah, he's with the warmth. He's yeah, like narcoleptic. <laughs> All right. Well, we've taken up an hour and a half of so of your guys's time. Um, unfortunately, on a bad note, but hey, you know what? That's unfortunately life. Um, please, 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 please. Even if you're listening to us right now, please go to our YouTube. Uh, give this video a thumbs up, and while you're there, you know, put on one of our other videos and see how you like it. Um, there's a new video every day, and for the most part, we are trying not to repeat too much. Other than, like, reviews. It's hard not to, like, yeah. repeat reviews or whatever. But we're trying our hardest not to repeat stuff. So you're going to see a good variety of stuff. And we need to know what's good, what's bad, you know, what do you want more of, and all that. So please, please, please help us out during the subathon. We've been working our butt off. Obviously, you might have noticed we didn't do a podcast for a little while. Well, there's a reason for that. You know, we've been we've been doing videos in the background so that we kind of had a, a catalog that we could 
upload and everything. So um, it would really mean a lot to us, um, you know, putting a lot out there, hopefully. So you know, we're putting our we're putting ourselves into it a lot. Yeah. So, so I was Nick and I was Nate and thank you guys for joining us for the Nick and Nate show and uh, we'll see you next week but also tomorrow what is tomorrow tomorrow is WTF this game is so go look go look at our uh, YouTube and have fun there all right guys thank you bye bye, bye.